Hi, it's Chris Watkin here. Today I'm joined by Sandra Jones, who is the boss lady of Dataloft and who also does all the stats for the Home Moving Trends Survey for the Property Academy. Thanks for joining me today, Sandra. Nice to be here. Thank you. Um, one of the things about the Home Moving Trends Survey is that um, always finds that trust is a key factor when selecting an estate or letting agent. What does, what does trust mean to you in, in estate agents? And we'll prob I've got some stats here which we can bring in. So, but let's, let's start out with yeah. the big picture. What does trust mean for estate agents? Yeah. I mean, in some ways, it means what it means for any business, doesn't it? It means earning the respect and earning the um, repeat business. But for an estate agent, there's probably... I mean, we've given this a lot of thought because it does come up every single year in that survey. Hmm. As, you know, why, all things being equal, why did you appoint your estate agent? Because I liked and trusted them. So we've, we've reflected on that a lot. I mean, um, I, I mean I've, yeah, I'm just looking at the data now and in last year's home moving survey, and we've got the years before, so there mm. isn't that much change. The biggest one was I felt confident in their ability to market my property. Second, I had good market knowledge. And third, I liked and trusted them. Mm. Um, I mean, these, and those are always the top three. Yeah. They don't change, do they? They don't change. No, no. So how do you instinctively trust someone? Yeah. So I, I don't think, I think it comes over a very long period of time. I think that trust, okay, you know, um, they had Stephen Covey as the um, headline speaker at EA Masters last year and that book he's written, The Speed of Trust. And there's a statement in there that it's really stayed with me. You earn trust through your behaviours. Thinking, what are those behaviours? So if you think probably top three, it's uh, deliver on your promises. It's be absolutely consistent and it's do it over a very long period of time, not just when you're, in fact, not just when you're in a transaction or when you're actively working for that customer, but all the times in between, you earn that trust over a very long period. Do you think you can buy trust? Can you buy trust? I mean, I mean, well, the short answer to that has to be no, doesn't it? It can't be, but if you wanted to get more nuanced, I mean, obviously there are things you can do that cost money that will help to earn you trust. Yes, but that's not buying trust, that's is it? That, that, that's just slapping a turbo on it. Yeah. Um, interestingly, though, trust can be transferred between people that know each other, can't they? Yes. I mean, it's interesting is this, is that what you've said is, is, is do what you say you're going to do during the transaction, but it's chicken and the egg. You need the property on the market in the first place to sell it to earn that trust. How do you, uh, but if you haven't got yeah. the property, how do you earn that trust? Yeah, I actually think it's much broader than that. I think you earn that trust in your community by being the go-to person for knowledge on the housing market over a very, very long period of time and all the times in between when they're, when they're actually got a property on the market. It's interesting because I'm into the science behind this, as I know you are too, but there is actually science behind how to get someone's trust. Have you heard of the phrase, no like and trust? For someone to trust you, they have to like you before, and before they have to like you, they have to know you. So okay. the question is, how do you get someone to know you? They have to be interested in you. How do you get someone interested in you? You have to be interested in them first. So I agree with you that by talking about the property market, I mean, you're actually talking about stuff that people are interested in, which is local homeowners are interested in the value of their own home. Is that what you're yeah. coming from? Is, is the content you're chucking out to people who are not moving home because it's not you're not talking about yourself are you you're talking no. about stuff that, is someone interested in what estate agents do you know yeah. what awards have won? I, I always feel like estate agents are in this absolutely unique position because they are the gatekeeper to knowledge on something that matters to 
every single human being, my home, aren't they? So what is the value of my home? But broader than that, why do I live where I live? How do I get involved in my community? Mm -hmm. So estate agents, I, I think there's all sorts of things estate agents could be doing that, that you know, in their communities. I, I have this idea that they should have something like a surgery where they open the doors of their office and invite people in maybe once a month and just say, you know, just come in. If you've got any issue you want to talk about your home, whether that's how you maintain it or how you... What, what's the value because I haven't moved for a while or should I be doing what my neighbour's done and extending or just, okay. just pop in and Yeah, but that's and not going to be any houses on the market, is it? Well, I think it is over the long term because, because when you... Okay, I don't know if you know... Uh, you said you've got results from the Home Moving Trade yes. Survey there. I can't, I can't talk about this year's survey, but this is, again, another one that's, that is consistent over many, many years. How many people do you... How many estate agents do you invite in to value your property? when you are thinking about putting it on the market. Maybe two, maybe three, maybe three. Actually, a huge proportion, it's only one, which is really surprising. But even if it's three, how do you get on that shortlist? Because they've already got a view on you before they decide who's coming to value. I mean, so, most people so just about... bring up, most people just bring up the first three agents that come into their head. But if you're... Do you think they do? Why do they come into your head? Because they've probably seen boards. But there's other ways or, to do that, isn't yeah. there? There's other ways yeah. to do that, isn't there? Yeah. By not talking about yourself or your firm or no. your services or how big your market share is, which again, I get my leg pulled tremendously on that. But again, no one really cares about your market share. People only care about themselves and they care about their property. And that's why mm. talking about the property market, talking about the locality, the community, getting involved. You know, mm. Luke Sinclair, who is a very well thought of estate agent in Knightsbridge, only this weekend, I rented an only, only Fools and Horses van and put it outside his office and created a tombola. What is that going to do to about selling yeah. houses? Nothing, but it brings yeah. people to you. Yeah, and I think it's, I mean, when you say nobody cares about how many houses you sold, of course they do, but it's all things being equal. So what's your differentiator? So yes, you want an agent that's sold a lot of houses. Yes, you want an agent that's well-respected, but how do you get to be on that shortlist? So how do you get singled out or singled out to be down to okay. the final shortlist of three? Uh, uh, it, that's I, the bit. And ideally, if you can be just be the only agent, then you've not got an issue with fee, have you? Which, let's be honest, if you look at the fees, you know, last year, 50% um, of people paid 1% or less. No, that's uh, shocking, isn't it? Isn't it? When you consider that the same survey, going back to 2006, the yeah. average was 1.6. Yeah. So, you know, fees have gone down. I know yeah. house prices have gone up, but if you apply inflation, we are still around £1,000 less per property, with, you know, netting out with when we sell our houses. Mm. Yeah, well... I <laughs> I absolutely agree with you on that one. I, mean, I know we've had this conversation before and, I, you know, like you, I always like to challenge. So I think there is a challenge for the last year because you look at what's happened to house prices over the last year. An agent could have sold that same house a year ago and been paid less than he'd be paid after the huge house price increases we've had over the last year. So you are doing the same work or possibly less work in a strong market okay. for the same thing. But anyone could have sold a house in the last two years but things are going to toughen up. It's got yeah, to. It's simple. Yeah. And this is where the good yeah. stations are going to really come to their yeah. good, aren't they? Yeah. And that's where the differentiator comes in, isn't it? But they need to be doing it now, don't they? Uh, before the market does harden. So they're front of mind when they do. Yeah. I mean... I, I think they have to be doing it consistently all the time. I honestly do. Because I, I mean, I know as a homeowner, how often do you go to a dinner party and the topic of conversation is your house price or, you know, how long you've lived there? Are you going to move? What are your kids doing? What are your you know, parents doing? It, it's not, 
it's all the times in between the movies. And look at the Zupa advert that's out this summer in 22, where the, you know, yeah. the embarrassing lady, how much did you pay for the house? The British are obsessed about house prices. Yeah. Yeah, and it is the biggest investment anyone makes, isn't it? So, and it, well, it's not only financially the biggest investment, it's emotionally the biggest investment. So it carries huge weight. And that's what I mean by agents are the gatekeeper. You can, you can hold the hands, metaphorically, of all your customers through that journey, which is probably, you know, a journey they'll only make three or four times in a lifetime. And each time it is huge and it is, and it is stressful and, it, and, it, and it's... You know, you're making decisions that have all sorts of ramifications of other aspects of your life. So to have an agent that you trust to be on that journey with you, that's huge. So you want to know, as an agent, you should know those people long before they come to make that choice. That you need to almost be in their head before they need yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that's the biggest problem is, is that estate agents, I think that generally the world um, with the progression of technology and social media is, is that we want it now, now, now. But we know damn well, coming back to the original thing, trust, you have to earn it and that takes time, mm. which means hard work and the killer bit is patience. And it's small touches, yeah, absolutely. Hard work, patience, over a long period of time. And I think lots of small touches that all yes. add up. And we, as a business, we work, um, we do a lot of work with John Lewis because they are coming into the housing market as rental landlords. They'll be landlords. Um, and we've, we've been involved with them for about 18 months now. What's so interesting, John Lewis has the most trusted brand, hasn't it? I mean, it always comes out top of all that. Mm -hmm. What brand do you trust? How have they achieved that? They've achieved that through years and years and years of small touches and never letting you down and being absolutely consistent so that when you do come to buy a new TV, it's like, well, we go to John Lewis because we know that they'll deliver when they say, it will. they won't let us down, they'll give us a two-year guarantee. If we don't like it, we'll be able to refund it. But you imagine all of that. We sit in these meetings with their housing guys and they're saying they are absolutely they are so sensitive to how the retail brand think because the retail brand is saying, you mess up, you you get one complaint from a renter because you haven't delivered on a repair or a, you know, whatever it is, something to do with the contract. You've just undermined years and years and years of building a brand. They're so sensitive to it. And it's all about every little detail. They think about everything, every touch point you have to trust John Lewis to do what they say they'll do. And I think it's that, it's over, you know, it's, they can be really small things, but, but you never let them go. So it's KPIs in your office, isn't it, in your team, you know, how, how quickly do you answer a call? How quickly, you know, do you always turn up on time? Do you, actually, do you always talk straight is another one, which, you know, that's, that's a big one for you, I think, just say it as it is. Because while you might think people want to hear you know, what they want to hear is not what they need to hear. And actually, it can be really validating for the customer to be, you know, they might have doubts and concerns. Is my house really, you know, that agent told me it's worth this, is it really? And then someone walks in and said, do you know what? It's actually not. So let's be realistic and let's talk about what you will sell for and how quickly. Even if you're going to lose the listing, which is hard for estate well, agents. that is hard. But I think you'd like to have to believe you won't lose the listing because you've earned their trust and, and they see you as the person who is speaking truth to them. Thank you for your time today. That's been a pleasure.